Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And on this mini-sode, we're talking about plastic-eating bacteria. Ooh. This is another topic that has come up a handful of times. Yeah. On the show. And what I have here is just, uh, well, I did a deep dive into what we know about plastic-eating bacteria. And the different types of plastic-eating bacteria and... Is this actually going to be utilized in some practical way (laughs) in the near future? Yeah. These are all things I don't know. Yeah. So, so basically (laughs) I actually found a like scientific review article that got published in 2021 that was basically asking this same kind of question. It was like this review of all the different like known strains of bacteria (laughs) that break down plastic in some way. Uh-huh. And they didn't even just talk about bacteria either. They talked about other types of organisms as well. Um, because I get like, it's not just bacteria. They, there's actually like fungi that can do it, ty- certain types of algae, and then also certain types of invertebrates like worms oh. can do it as well. So there's like all these avenues of research that are going on. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just decided to focus on the bacteria part because that's just what I feel like I keep seeing. <laughs> I don't know if that's just that research is more common or what, but I keep seeing that. So yeah, yeah. And there's like people all over the world working on this. So I da, da, da. I found actually two new like scientific stories that um, of papers that just came out pretty recently, like in the last few months on this topic. Um, the first one is that some researchers in Sweden published something in the journal mBio that they found that microbes are actually evolving to break down plastic like they're evolving to produce like plastic eating enzymes well that's convenient I know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like what they did like this group of researchers actually like they compiled this data set of known enzymes that like already like that are known to degrade plastic <laughs> and it said the article said that these are typically produced by bacteria in garbage dumps and other plastic dumping grounds. I'm like, okay, well, that seems even, like a sign right there. Even more convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they collected samples of environmental DNA, which I'm not exactly sure what that means, but like all these environmental samples from hundreds of locations all over the world, both on land and at sea. And then they used some type of computer model to figure out like what similar enzymes were from all of these like this biomaterial that they collected Uh and they ended up finding 30,000 different enzymes that had the ability to degrade at least one of 10 major commercial plastics, which is a lot. Yeah. 30,000 is a pretty big number. Yeah. And they said that about 60% of those were completely new to like the researchers. Like they didn't know what they, they weren't like known enzymes. So, um, yeah, and then they, they noted that the uh, largest concentrations of these enzymes were from highly polluted areas like the Mediterranean Sea and the South Pacific Ocean, where there's, like, a lot of plastic pollution. Is that where pollution. the garbage patch is? I think that's in the Pacific, yeah. 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 So they concluded that, <laughs> that this is evidence that there's, like, evolution happening in nature 
and microorganisms are actually evolving to deal with the plastic in the environment, which is very convenient, like you said. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and Ooh. actually really good news, mm-hmm. I think. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, when are they just going to, like, ship these bacteria out to the, the big garbage just, patch and just, like, yeah. dump them there? Just like, dump just a do bunch something. of them there and then they, they'll be happy, yeah. we'll be happy. Everyone will be the happy. The Pacific Ocean will be happy. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they won't have to. Maybe nature is just going to evolve and deal with it. I mean, usually that process takes a long time, like evolution. Yeah. So this seems to be happening pretty quickly. But it is bacteria, and right? They, they tend to reproduce really quickly. Yeah, they so evolve that's probably a lot why. faster than like um, multi, well, more celled animals. Yeah, yeah. So that was published just a few months ago. So that was cool. Okay. Um, and then another recent uh, finding is that the uh, microbes fished from the stomachs of cows can eat certain types of plastic, including a polyethylene terephthalate, like PET, P-E-T. Oh, okay. Which I know you've probably heard of that, but I don't know how to pronounce the actual sentiment. Ter- terephthalate, yeah. Terephthalate? Terephthalate. It's like terephthalate. Terephthalate, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, Polyeth- <laughs> polyethylene terephthalate. Terephthalate, yeah. Terephthalate, yeah. No, we Which got it. is used in soda bottles, food packaging, and synthetic fabrics. And the reasoning behind this or I think maybe they're hypothesizing this, is because um, cows consume a natural type of polyester produced by plants called cutin. Oh. Um, And as a synthetic polyester, PET shares similar chemical structures to that natural substance. Oh. So, yeah, it's like similar enough that their stomach enzymes actually can... Break it down. So we need to feed all the plastic to the cows. So, yeah, now it's like... <laughs> that, that actually wasn't my conclusion, but I mean, I guess... <laughs> but, I mean, maybe you could grind it up, mix it with their normal food, and they wouldn't care. That They'd does like, sound horrible to do, but... It sounds horrible to do the cows, but... But maybe it'll work. Maybe it know. would work. Or we could just get their... Stomach juices somehow and gross. Put that in a container with the plastic. <laughs> it also sounds really gross. There's um, no, there's no not gross solution. Yeah, yeah. But yes, in my opinion, the reason that this is cool is just because it's not like a bioengineered thing. It's yeah. not something that somebody had to make in a lab. It's like, oh, this is another just like naturally occurring thing that can help with this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. So that yeah. also like came out in the last like few months. Wow. Yeah, and um. So back to this, like, this review paper that I was looking at, um, they actually, in this was good, like, they had, ta- like, tables of all the different categories. Like, I was saying that there's, like, fungi and bacteria and algae and stuff, and it just listed out all the known, like, things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bacteria table had about 30 different types of bacteria that are known so far, at least at the time that that was published, yeah. that, um, that we know of that have capabilities to break down plastic variations. But unfortunately, the conclusion of that paper was that there is still no effective like environmentally friendly and economical and like widely used like scalable plastic degrading process um so they were just saying like somebody needs to make that mm-hmm. <laughs> which is also where i'm at cuz like right. we know that there are ways that we can we can utilize these things mm-hmm. um we just have to find a yeah. way to make it cheap enough to be palatable <laughs> <laughs> yeah like practical and you know, scalable, deployable, mm. all those words. Though, I mean, um, it sounds like if we just sit it for long enough, eventually yeah. nature will evolve and solve all our problems for yeah. us. Yeah. So my idea of just dumping a bunch of bacteria on the ocean, that 
that patch of plastic in the ocean is like pretty sound. Even if the bacteria doesn't even eat plastic yet, yeah. it will. It'll figure it out. It'll figure it out. <laughs> That's what we've learned today. Yeah. So well, hunger breeds desperation. That's, That's clearly <laughs> the best option. Uh, yeah. So, you know, obviously this is just one little piece of solving this problem. There's other like ways to look at this, like just making tight plastics that are more biodegradable in the first place. Mm. And, you know, that's a whole thing, right. whole area of research. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like using other types of microorganisms that aren't bacteria yeah. to do it. And they, I, this article actually also talked about some people that or some methods that where you can like pre break down the plastic, like before it goes into like the waste system so that it will like naturally biodegrade just faster than it would have if you didn't do that. Okay. So there's like that angle too. So yeah, there's a lot of angles. What if we did at. them all and maximized <laughs> the amount that we're breaking down our plastics? What a great Seems like idea! We have a lot of tiny what ideas that could all idea. work together really well. Why can't we all just collaborate and solve this problem quicker? Wouldn't that be great? It would be very great. That'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. That'd be awesome. All right, that's our mini-sode. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're posting these every Friday. And as always, the links to some of the content we talked about today will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.